Welcome to the Bad Movie Night Podcast, covering the worst movies you've never seen. Go to our website, badmovienightpodcast.com, to watch our show and to listen to other episodes of our podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to Bad Movie Night. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another Spiv is doing a thing. It's throwing me way off. We are back. Another exciting episode of the Bad Movie Night podcast. Tonight, we're getting into the meat of this little Maniac May by talking about Maniac Cop. Maniac Harder. The leader. All the cops in the world can't stop Cordell. You murdered him. You're pushing me too far. Maniac Cop 2. You'll be screaming blue murder. It threw me off because I was looking for this movie on Tubby. Tubi? We haven't figured that out, but whatever. It's French or Italian or Latin. I don't know. Whatever. It's, like I'm it's a Tubby. Tubi. It's on a TV, so it's a Tubi. On La Tubi. Uh, I was like, Maniac Cop 2, and it didn't come up because their search algorithm sucks. It does. It's terrible. It must be written by Microsoft. So hey, if you type Maniac, hey, it comes up first hey. thing. Bing.com, Aaron. You know what I'm saying when I say that? No Microsoft hate on this. Bing bang. You can't even search in Windows and have it work right half the time. Don't give me the shoot. We're not going there. (laughs) Yeah. Completely worthless. The Windows search. How do you do this after 30 years? You still can't get that kind of crap right. Maybe if Bill Gates spent a little of his money on improving some of this shit instead of whatever he spends it on. Listen. Binged your mom last This movie is classy because it doesn't do the two. It does the Roman numerals. Now, that's what I want to talk about is a lot of movies in their sequels forego the number and they go with the Roman numeral. Is that because it looks better, you think? It is definitely classier. Classier. It makes you seem more refined than just... no, My maniac I, cops. No, I prefer Class. when they I prefer when they go completely the other direction and try and integrate it into the movie title itself. Like like I eight maniac. eight fast, eight too furious maniac, or something maniac, like that. Cop. It was too fast, too furious, Todd. Thank you well, very much. This is the problem though with uh <laughs> books. Books don't do this. And if you've ever tried to buy books for avid reader readers who are like oh, into like series, wait. you pick up one of these series and it doesn't say what book number yeah, it is. You have to go it just like says it's part of the it. series. Hey, it's like, well, which hey, part is hey, it? Hey, yeah, idiot. Exactly. Turn Seven. it to the spine and see what I've, number Todd, is on the spine. Todd, don't not talk to me about spines. There, Todd. Todd, I know about spines. I've looked at so many spines. You have no spine. You have don't make me go back to the pre show. You have Fucking, no spine. There you, son. Oh. You got to write a fucking book report on these things just to figure out where it sits in the goddamn series. Riddle and me this bullshit. time. Where do you find the spine in an audiobook? <gasps> oh, shit. Hey, yeah, scroll hey. down into the details section, past the shitty reviews. From the- you got to learn You got to yeah. learn how to read, man. That's what it, you got to do. Is listening to an audiobook reading. That's, uh, I'm counting no. it as reading. No, it's not reading. It's not reading. Reading, at all. reading <laughs> is a physical act of using your eyeballs and your brain hole to suck up words in there. That's called reading. That's the definition. <laughs> Audiobooks are just listening. You're a bunch of plebs doing all the work for yourselves. If, if it was reading, if you count that as reading, then blind people, all they do is read. Damn. All that you do just is got read, 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 no you watch, what. If you watch a movie 
with the picture off. Is that reading? That's what I'm saying. That's what blind people no, do. No, because the movie, you need to see the motion. <laughs> do you? You need to see the, 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 oh, the visuals. We're, it's, we're, it's not we're, a, asking, we're asking the hard-hitting well, questions. Now you're saying blind people can't enjoy movies is what you're saying. Uh, not very you, likely. No, you hate not blind very people. Likely. You no. hate blind Just admit it now. <laughs> On the show right now, Aaron. Admit who you he are. He pretty much already has. He already has. It's disgusting, frankly. Frankly, I've never been so disgusted in my life. Even when Todd was talking all about Morning Wood last week, I was that's, that's not true. You've been way more disgusted. disgusted. That was interesting. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. No, Aaron, I that hear you. Science. I hear what you're saying. I just disagree. What What was the original argument? I here? don't remember. I don't remember. I was being classy. I think we were on the same <laughs> just... Is it classy or not? You know. You know what I just remembered as we were counting down to start this podcast. What? That we never counted down to start the pre-show. So good luck with that. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. It was only us two, and then Aaron joined in, and whatever. I'll figure it out. I'm like a fucking my fig- my picture froze in Skype. I, I look like I'm frozen in time. <laughs> You're not frozen for me. Okay, good. Not me either. It's, it's stressing me out. I'm not gonna lie. Seeing my frozen figure up at the top right corner. Yeah, but what doesn't stress? Just wait you until out? like the creature sneaks in behind your frozen Ooh. figure. Oh, yeah, that that's, is a bad that's a great way for me to leave idea, the podcast. Rebecca. Oh my god, I just that's a great idea. All right, we're moving on so nobody steals that. All right, tonight when, I enjoy having pancakes again. <laughs> oh, is that supposed to be Miranda? Because she literally it did was that the creature. Yeah, she. I'm not. Uh, I won't go into it. I had a whole story. I'm not going into it. It was about shepherd's pie and pancakes. We're not well, going. We into it. I like, pie I like shepherd's pie. I love shepherd's pie. My uh, kids won't eat it. Did you see what I made for dinner the other night? What was it? Shepherd's pie stuffed baked potatoes. Oh, actually, Ooh, I did see those. That looks good. And you scoop good. out the baked potatoes and turn it into the mashed potatoes to put on top. So it's like a twice baked potato. Yeah. Twice baked shepherd's, shepherd's pie, pie potato. beef and, and veggies in there too. Oh delicious. Boy. Wow. That sounds see, really good. See, now this is, this could bring it all back though. So another way to have a sequel instead of saying two would be twice baked. <laughs> oh, right? maniac cop yeah. two twice baked, which actually no, would no, really not fit in two. this No, that, that Does that mean half baked is a prequel? Yes. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Is there a movie that's just baked? There will be. There, sh- <laughs> there, should, there be. should be. There is now. Nobody can afford Dave Chappelle. That's the problem. That's a sequel to Carved. He just Ooh, got yeah. like $57 million to make like two Netflix specials. We'll be back in 10 minutes. Kung Fu. Oh, good. That was only good. three. That was Plus, pretty good. That's a loving oh, yeah. relationship over there. <laughs> okay. All right. We're, 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 we're off track. We're, we got Todd up in here today. Yep, sure do. I'm right here. Aaron? Aaron's here? What up? Todd Scotty P. This. Does it say erectile dysfunction? This. It does. Erectile this. dysfunction. It says, I have erectile dysfunction. <laughs> Let me show you. Is respect tradition? tradition? I don't get it. I don't. I don't know, man. This is great podcasting know. material, guys. Yeah. You guys are ri- this more is like about audio the visuals book that reading no right one now. Can see. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, Todd, we're talking about Maniac Cop too. Re- Rebecca's here, and yep. Scotty P's here. We we all know who's here. All right, we're moving on because if I go any further, you guys are going to derail again, and I'm laser focused. Maniac Cop two. What's it about, Todd? Um. Oh, in the same city as Maniac Cop one. I think it's New York. back in New York. It, it's the next day, but it's nine months later. What the hell? 
believe it or not, that stinger from Maniac Cop 1 means he's still around. Bum, bum, bum. Such a surprise. And he's still killing people, but there's a new detective. It can't be Cordell. And he gets a friend. Is he still the killer? We'll find out in Maniac Cop 2. Cordell! Double it's Maniac Cop 2. Rated R for all the Maniac Cops again. And strip club scene. All the, all the naked people in the strip club. <laughs> Robert Davies, uh, dimpled face. Is that dimples or is it just no, like it's like scars? It's like it's like oh my gosh, scars. my favorite, really my favorite part <laughs> of this. I feel bad. Was when they're sitting there talking to the police chief and they're talking about some maniac running around with scars all over, some maniac cop running around with scars all over his face, and Robert Davi sitting right there playing a cop with scars all over his face. <laughs> yeah, but his aren't part of the storyline. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was really good, Todd. It sounded like you had that prepared. I would have just said Maniac Cop 2. It's pretty much the exact same story from Maniac Cop 1. But refined, basically, yeah. Uh, With more so budget. It's Christmas instead of St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah. Oh. What the hell? <laughs> I didn't even pick up on that. That's great. We'll get <laughs> yeah, into that. Yeah. Uh, so this is, what, two years after the original, which was 1988. 88. This is 1990? Yes. Correct. All right, cool. Well, then let's take a moment and dive into Aaron's little uh, history hole and get a little context for the movie and the year it was released. Okay, class, settle down. It's time once again for Aaron's History Hole. Next, we have to review how many houses away your neighbor's house is. Again. 1990! 1990. 1990. So, we've covered 1990 a bunch of times, most recently with Shadow Zone. Shadow Zone? Yeah. Shadow Zone. The little interdimensional... Yeah, with the cryo chambers. Yes. That was pretty fun. Yeah, I like that movie. Oh, with the naked, the naked lady in the tube. Yeah, like I said, I like that movie. <laughs> TV, TV. <laughs> yeah. So this was released, let's see, July 18th of 1990 in France, and then later in uh, December of 1990 in the United States. It had a budget of $4 million, so almost four times Ooh. as much as the first film. They um, used that budget. We'll get there. They, they did. a lot of cop cars. A lot of cop cars. So some other films released that month were Die Hard 2, Arachnophobia, which is a great film, uh, Presumed Innocent, and Quick Change. Yeah, so some movies to check out that uh, came up while looking at this. We have Uncle Sam from 1996. Um, This is brought to you by the same director-writer duo. Um, Desert, it sounds very familiar too. A Desert Storm vet who is killed in combat rises from the grave on July 4th. To kill the unpatriotic citizens of his hometown after some teens burn an American flag over his burial site. This might be a good one for July, July 4th. Um, so we have, uh, I've seen it, and it's a great movie. Is it? It's a great time. Yeah, okay. great time to movies. We have... Anig- Very patriotic. Enigma. It's uh, from ni- 1987. Enigma? Sort of, but it's spelled with an A in front. Mm. It's a it's a it's a Lucio Fulci written and directed film. So the spirit Ooh. of a comatose teenage girl possesses the body of a newcomer to her girls' boarding school to enact bloody revenge against the elitist lingerie clad coads responsible Dude. for her condition. <laughs> we need to watch this one because the goddamn cover is fucking oh awesome. the covers and that's what drawn me Fulci. to it. it I've so never cool. seen this. Yeah, yeah, this sounds cool. Yeah, it does. 
Oh, um, is this the snail movie? Okay, never mind. Yeah. Continue on. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Don't give that away. Um, so we have Tentacles from 1977. This looks terrible, but we haven't watched an octopus film. A mutated giant octopus wreaks havoc on a California seaside community. So it's like Jaws, but with a octopus. Octo- octopuses <laughs> don't really scare me because they don't really have teeth, right? They have like beaks, though. You should really? Be- they can tear yeah. some shit up. And they get pretty big. Wait, I- you tell me. Uh, 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 what are they called? Octopuses be tearing shit up in here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't want one to bite me. I think I'd be more concerned with like I thought squid. they like absorbed. No, they've got like scary teeth in their beaks. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna look this up. <laughs> I'm getting up in. I, I know. I'll be right. I'll be right back. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look this have, up. Have potentially killed people before because they drag oh, them down. Shit, they do have crazy beaks. It's called a cephalopod beak. Thank you very yeah, much, guys. Cephalopods are <laughs> right. You know what cephalopod means. Is this gonna be weird, <laughs> creepy? Because no. I don't. Know. It, it, mean, it means head feet. Okay, that's octopus, squids, elephants. Oh, oh my! <laughs> I still these beaks are so small. I don't know what they're gonna attack me. Like, what are they gonna do? It might, might bite my face a little bit. Not really. I'm not worried. I oh. like I like the tentacles. I think they're fun. Yeah, honestly. Mm-hmm. Okay, we know why. Oh, God. All right, Madhouse from 1981. A woman is pursued by her murderous, psychopathic twin sister in the days leading up to her birthday. And finally, we have Hitless from 1989. A family man and a mob witness hunt for a hitman who has mistakenly kidnapped the family's man's son. Oh, it's a terrible way of putting that. I don't know. Uh, we have Jan Michael Vincent and Lance Henriksen. That might be kind of fun to check out. So our Give cast- me back my dad's son or whatever you yeah, said. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Give me back your son's dad of my son's father. What? <laughs> Sounds like Who some kind of that? riddle. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so our cast and crew, I'm not going to go into the full thing. We did this last week. There's a lot of the same characters, but we do introduce some new people in this. So we have Robert Davi as Detective Sa- uh, Sean McKinney. Is it Sean? He had a name. <laughs> I thought it was Angry Cop. Yeah. Um, so he has a million acting credits. Uh, I, I called him Tough Cop. Tough Cop, yes. <laughs> you know him probably mostly from Goonies, uh, License to Kill. We also covered that one film in which he like farts himself to death. I forget which one it was at this point. <laughs> Tracks. Tracks. He was in Tracks. That's right. <laughs> it was a great movie. Um, he's still farts active. To death. <laughs> he does. He literally does. Um, he has 15 upcoming films in the works right he's, now. Oh um, he's most recently in a TV series called Paper Empire. Can you think I could get him in one of my short films? Probably. Definitely. Um, we have Claudia Christian as Susan Riley, the um, cop. Psychologist. Psychologist is what I guess you call her. <laughs> Wait. Psycho cop. Robert Davi has a more button when you look. For- oh, no, it doesn't. Okay. I thought he had a more button when you under spouses. <laughs> like it only showed a few. And the- <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, Robert Davi. Oh, uh, that's funny. Uh, no, he's only got three. That's not bad. Um, so she has 143 credits. She does a ton of voice work for video games, which I didn't know. But she's best known for her work on Babylon 5, Atlantis, The Lost Empire, and Half Past Dead. Um, like I said, she's done a ton of video games. Um, she's currently doing vocal uh, voice work for Gods and Heroes, an animated TV series. And she's also on a regular TV series uh, called 911. We've seen her previously in Arena. Ooh. Oh, that's right. I remember. We have Michael Lerner as Edward Doyle, who plays our commissioner guy. I hate this guy and everything he's in, but he's in a ton of things. Um, he got his start in the 60s in TV shows. He's best known for Barton Fink, Godzilla, Elf, 
X-Men 53. I don't know what the hell it's called. There's a million of those. <laughs> and Postman always rings twice. Um, his most mm. recent work is for a 2018 film, Drive Me to Vegas and Mars. And he currently has four films in production. So um, you've know you'd see you know him as soon as you see his face. You've known he was the a dad lot of minor in characters. Uh, oh. Clueless, the TV show. Oh, okay, I, I, I he annoys me for some reason. There's just something about his personality in most characters, and especially in this one. Um, so well, we know your hatred for deaf people. Maybe he's I, deaf. I do, I do. We do have a couple. We have so we have a real minor character. We have Clarence Williams the third as Bloom. I want to talk about him because he's been in some other films, and this guy has a very unique kind of sketchy, creepy vibe. Um, he's been in The General's Daughter. He was in Reindeer Games, uh, Half-Baked, and The, the Butler. Um, wow. He, the he, Butler, really? Yeah. Um, was his he most the guy on cred- the couch in Half-Baked? No, I don't know, man. I think I he remember. was. Yeah. I was trying to figure out where he was in Half-Baked. I think he was Samson that guy. Samson Simpson. Oh, okay. uh, So he was the guy in the jail then. Yeah. Okay. The guy that was on death row. Right. Oh, okay. Um, Finally, we have uh, Lee Rossi as uh, Turkel. He's the sidekick guy in this film. The hell kind of name is that? Yeah, I don't know. He's he's really Turkel. It rhymes with Cornell. Yeah, he's he's an interesting character in this film. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, he was. He's best known for The Accused, Halloween 2, Analyze This, and Relentless. Um, he's currently got a couple things going, too, and he's in a TV series called Gravesend, which is like a retro 80s-style TV action show. Oh, um, I had this all wrong. When you said his name was Turkel, I thought that's what his name was in real life, just Turkel. No, 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 no his name is <laughs> That's Leo his character Rosen. in this movie. Yeah. Is he Turkel. the Charles Manson guy? Yes. He, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. we'll serial get that. Right. I was so confused. I was yeah. like... No one else thought it was weird that his name was Turkel. That makes sense because it was his character name. The interesting part about that is he was actually in Maniac Cop 1 as the mayor's assistant. Oh, really? So if you, you kind of have to turn that Wait, part off. right? Was he just in those extended scenes? Correct. Ah, so okay. the guy they he wanted to must, play. He was like clean shaven then, wasn't he? Yeah, he looked totally different. Um, the guy they wanted to play this character was actually the guy from the original Maniac movie, but he died before they could film it. Oops. Okay, um, okay. But that would have been a cool way to kind of tie them all together. So, yeah. Um, he is apparently a method actor and went to a bunch of strip clubs to try and learn about the art of stripping. Or, uh, I don't that's know. what he told I mean, his wife. I would, I would <laughs> sink myself into yeah, the hole, too. But, it, but apparently he done. got thrown out because he was too creepy. Shock. <laughs> <Shocked>. that, that's, <laughs> that's why Spiv can't go back to work, too, with that right. beard. No, they won't let him. They're like, you know. Too creepy. Too creepy. Like, Spip, right. We can't have you here anymore. You're creeping everybody Chris, out with your That's why beard. that's why you've had to work from home for like fifteen <laughs> that's years. That's why you've been working from home for fifteen years. Yeah. Uh, some other cool things about this. So um that guy also didn't want to be on fire for the end of the movie. So William Lustig set his own arm on fire to prove to him that he could do it. Dude. Oh. We will get to for that. Like a long that time. A long shit time. at the end stressed me the fuck out <laughs> yeah. in real life. We'll yes. get there. We'll get there. But his bushy beard caught on fire too, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> That's um, not really? surprising yeah. at all. That yeah, I know. Was... Oh my god. Yep. Um, so the post production for this film only took two and a half months. They basically worked around the clock with three people editing it and wow. t- trying to get it done look, in time for the Con Film Festival. Look, when you got gold. 
you gotta you gotta <laughs> well, string that and weave that gold like rumpled stillskin okay L- lustig says this is his best work ever so maybe he thought it was really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Huh. Hmm. okay he said okay. the crew is was really still... firing on all cylinders and he thinks that, we, that they made a terrific b-movie so I'll well you, I'll I, wouldn't dis- judge I, I probably wouldn't disagree with something yeah like that. So this was a crime horror action film. Some other films that year were Dark Angel, Death Stone, Vampire Wars. Wait, is Dark Angel the Dolph Lundgren movie we watched? I believe so. I come uh, in peace. I come in peace. Ooh, okay. But you and leave in pieces. The oh, you guys oh. wait, wait, wait. Just, just a timeout. I just wanted to I say believe, you guys hated that movie. So I believe when we talked about I come in peace. Like me and Spiv were the only ones that liked it, yes. and then you guys hated it. And I guarantee, if we went back and watched it now, it'd be like movie of the year. <laughs> we've we've well, watched we've, a lot worse movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I I'm mean. Saying. It would be that, no Vampire Cop, but you know, that movie was fucking awesome. I don't know. What you guys, it would be. About. It would be no Nemesis Three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Aaron. These history. Holes Sorry, Aaron. I don't know why. You, uh, Todd is so rude. <laughs> I just don't know. Rebecca, just look at how demoralized talking. you are. You're so demoralized by this whole thing. Yeah, I'm done. That's it. Oh, oh that's, it? that's it. That's it. Oh, <laughs> I just want to see how long you guys can go. Uh, we um, can keep going. I mean, how about yeah. Danny Trejo? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. Not, I didn't yeah. see him credited anywhere, but he's definitely yeah, in it. He, he, no he, he is credited. Is he? Okay. Yeah, he's in the he's in the credits. I think it just says like prisoner. He's oh, only okay. in it for like that three. one quick scene. Yeah, He's just laying cool on the now. table or the cot or whatever. Bench or yeah. I think it's called a prison bed. <laughs> is the technical term. Thank you, Aaron. That was a good history haul. Yeah, you got it. Patreon. Join the Patreon. Two bucks a month and you get some stuff. Hey everyone, go to patreon.com slash show and sign up for two bucks a month. You get access to the weekly pre-show as well as other bonus podcasts and videos. Patreon.com slash show. All right, let's do this, guys. We're going to get into it. Maniac Cop 2. Rebecca, what'd you think? So I, I was surprised that it wasn't a terrible... Um, second second round it, there were a lot of things that were the same um but it kept it interesting i think in far as far as like the stunts and stuff that they did mm. i feel yeah. like they really upped it in that regard um when we started off though with the um reused footage from the first i'm like oh geez here uh, we go isn't that terrible <laughs> especially it- just watching it last week yeah. like Todd's like, um, can we just fast forward this? Um, But it it came back around then. Yeah, that was, that sets a bad, like immediate, like, wait, what are we doing, guys? We don't need to, we don't need to reshow the the last five minutes. Yeah, not just like a little clip of it, but like full on The whole thing, the whole fucking (laughs) thing. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Scott, what'd you think? Um, it was better than I thought it would be, but it was still disappointing. Uh, it didn't have any of the fun, like, investigation of the first one. The main characters just kind of already knew what they had to to, to move the plot forward. So, so it was kind of a letdown there. But they definitely did up the ante with the stunts. Yeah. Um, it kept me in it a little, but I, I did kind of get bored and, around the middle. 
Okay. Aaron? Yeah, I mean, this just feels like a lot like a refinement of the original movie. There's nothing really new, per se, from a story standpoint. But um, but overall, it was, it was still entertaining, and I don't feel like um, I was disappointed. If anything, I thought it was better than I thought it was going to be. I thought this was going to be really bad. And um, the quality seemed to go even up a little bit while rehashing a in lot the, of the in same what, things. what, the production? The production, yeah, I think yeah. looked a little better. Um, but yeah, I don't really have any super negatives other than it's just a little bit repetitive. Have I not watched the previous film last week, it probably wouldn't be as big of a deal. Toddy J. Uh, I mean, so here's the thing. Uh, you knew last week how much I really didn't want to watch that movie. And like, I was not looking forward to it at all. I literally watched it like before the podcast. Yeah. And I was a little like pleasantly surprised, but now having watched the one last week, my expectations were a little higher for this one because I know they're supposed to go downhill from like one to two and probably to three, but I knew it will, I knew it wasn't going to be trash and it was just a little boring. That's, that's where I ended on it. Um, starting with the found footage, just good, good point. Made it a little boring. Some of the kills were a little, I don't know, repetitive. I thought, um, it's good. It, it was all right. It was just all right. I don't want to say it was good. It just left me a little meh. It's like Jesus with you. <laughs> just all right. It's just, get that? You get that joke? Yeah, that's a that? really obscure reference, but yeah. It's just all right with me. Yeah. I was, I was setting you up. And you didn't, you didn't fall. You want us to it. sing the song, up. or what do you want us? To no, do? I mean, I, I mean, not, the moment has passed. Frankly, okay. the moment has passed. Jesus, just, is just <laughs> all right with no, me. No, you ruined the fucking moment, Aaron. Jesus, you is it. just all right. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Jesus, the mystery, just oh, all right. Jesus Christ, the mystery. <laughs> now is I want gone. the now I want the moment to pass. Please <laughs> let the moment pass. When I when I first heard that song, I thought they were saying Jesus is just a rat. <laughs> I was like, they're playing this on the radio? Yeah. Wow. Continue. Wow, Spiv, you fucking heathen. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I do have a beard now, so. I know. Gosh. You get to grow that beard and you start turning into some Satan worshiper. You grow that Anyways, beard and you start turning into Satan Jesus, actually. He has risen, I believe. Something's risen, at least I can see. Hot sporting wood. Cam here. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, no. Th- this movie is like you've been married for 15 years. The mystery has gone. We already know what it is. They're like, let's just redo the same thing and up the ante with the action scenes. But that's the problem because the mystery was what made it fun. Yeah, we knew it was uh, Robert Zadar. And, you know, we knew his face was a unique looking thing. And how were they going to portray that in the movie? But the characters explained. They explained the character's backstory in the first movie. So there's zero mystery. It's just like, oh, he's back. And he's killing again. And the fact that they said it like the next day with the characters was a little off-putting. Not off-putting, like pudding, mm. but pudding. Are we talking like f- chocolate or butterscotch? Mm. Or? I mean, if I'm getting pudding. Oh, rice. Rice pudding. Gotta be rice pudding. Man. Rice pudding. Yeah. Rice pudding. It's a little rice pudding to say <laughs> that like I wanted something some, like, to happen. like jello and lettuce bullshit right there. <laughs> no, fuck you. Rice pudding is delicious. Rice pudding God is damn. awesome. It is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but, like, they gave no time to develop anything new. And there was no reason to go back into this character because you knew why he was doing what... Well, actually, I don't ever know why he was doing what he was doing. 
He was, and upset. they don't bother to. But they don't like what what the mystery was in the end of the first one was. Is he supernatural? Yeah, and I guess he is. And they could have taken the opportunity to be like, "This is why he's supernatural." Mm. But instead, they like don't bother to expand on anything. He's building an army, which was the dumbest thing in this movie. <laughs> so like the plot is almost exactly the same for a little while, and then it branches out where they introduce Charles Manson, and they briefly <laughs> develop like a new plot for about twenty minutes, and then it just kind of ends. So overall, I kind of like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the, the Evil Dead 1 and 2 scenario where you could watch either, but the second one is basically the same thing, just way more refined. I mean, but I honestly, do, I though, do miss I, out on more of the, the detective side of the first one. Yeah, I, I would easily go back and watch the first one over this one. I think oh, so, But too. do you think Definitely. Davi would have done the same job? No, Davi is no Atkins. Yeah, he's not. He's fine for the character he had, but his character was so limited in this. Tom Atkins is charming in a way. Davi seems like Mm -hmm. he's kind of a jerk, and I wouldn't get along with him in person in real life. I don't know. I I don't know what is about him. I just don't like that the the only thing they got by introducing him, by killing off the other character and introducing Davi, the only thing they got was that little subplot about, you know, how how hard and closed up he is and, and... you wouldn't understand type thing, but it didn't really add much to the story. It felt like the plot. You remember the, the little, uh, little teaser, not even a teaser, but like the little backstory they gave of Tom Atkins. in the first one was like his, uh, partner killed himself mm. or, or died or I don't know, something like that. But, uh, the, the psychological torment was playing its or paying a toll on Tom, Tom Atkins character. And in this, it's like the same thing. Right. Robert Davi's Well, he talks partner. his partner out of going to therapy. He's yeah. like, you don't need that because he got burned, I guess, in the past. And then he got so killed. Or then he killed himself. Yeah. <laughs> Which then I was like, I thought there was going to be a connection there between the two, but they just move on. <laughs> what do you mean between the, the, the psychologist and No, between Robert Davi Atkins or? character. Oh, and Davi. Mm. Yeah, there was none. That would have been no. interesting, yeah. He was my brother. Something like that could have, they could have done. I mean, they don't look the same, but I would have been like, ah, fuck it, who cares? Let's go with it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> we had different mothers, but he's still my brother. I was surprised uh, that they, they even had Bruce Campbell and the lady come back in this movie because they die in the first 20 minutes. Ah, yes. Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers for the 1990 movie. Spit. The movie's only been out 30 years. You <laughs> think people have seen this years. shit yet? I just wish they would have had a bigger send out. Like at least she kind of went out with a little bit of a fight. Bruce, yeah, she did. She did fight the maniac out with the chainsaw. Right. Which Bruce didn't have a chance. Yeah. yeah, Bruce just gets stabbed through the throat. Through the. I throat. mean, it was kind of cool, but yeah, it was still disappointing to see his character but die. After her death, we do have that amazing, yeah. amazing <laughs> scene. We got to talk. I want to talk about that. That was then. fantastic. That, that was amazing. I yes, have a I agree about that scene after after. Uh, the lady cop gets killed. Okay. The, the, Todd set it up. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We're there already? Wait, hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. We have a lot to get through. The The movie opens with Bruce Campbell and the character and the lady cop from the first one, right? Teresa. They've survived all this. Uh, but <laughs> court- name? <laughs> I don't know. Terry. Tammy, Tammy Joe. So... <laughs> I like that they just said, Bruce, you've been cleared from all charges. We don't know why, but you're innocent. 
Um, they can't find Cordell's body. He's disappeared as well. And some strippers have been getting killed, which was an interesting twist to have like a whole other serial killer involved in this movie. But I didn't get, I forgot that the serial, that the stripper got killed at the beginning. And cause like 50 minutes in, they introduced Charles Manson as a stripper watching serial killer. Right. Yeah. And I forgot the connection from the beginning until like just now. Yeah, I I <laughs> yeah. forgot it until you said something yeah, just right? now, too. Like, okay, they were teasing it back then, but I forgot all about that. Oh, shit. So I guess that was like, if they would have teased that more, and they introduced that serial killer like right away, and they were stalking that guy, and then Cordell somehow yeah. gets introduced, that would have been way better. But it felt so abrupt and like weird and shoehorned in this other serial killer. It was very disconnected. Yeah. And then... Yeah. Push together yeah. to make it connect. That yeah. definitely could have been handled a lot better. But I did like that scene because we're at the morgue and there's a naked stripper there. And the one cop says, I hate being around the stiffs since they made me kiss my grandmother at her funeral. <laughs> yes. And I was yeah. thinking, like, what? Uh, Have you guys ever been to a funeral and kissed? Super cringe. Nope. No. Would you make somebody do that? Because I'm totally going to make my kids do that from now on. <laughs> Everybody kisses the corpse. Oh, that's just... <laughs> I, I, no. No? Okay. Uh, that grossed me out. And then Robert Davi putting out a cigarette by licking his fingers really grossed me out as well. Yeah, that's disgusting. It's like licking your fingers is just nasty. I don't know why the visual is nasty to me. Would you think it's even nastier way. right now in the in the time that we're living in? Oh yeah, because all the bacteria are just infecting everyone. So hyper aware yeah. of you just lick the bacteria away. You could lick it away. Can you actually do that? Is that science there? <laughs> Spoiler alert: There's bacteria all over you right now. Yeah, Getting out of town. I'm cleaner than a thistle. Probably thistle. including in your mouth. So. You don't even want to know what's in my mouth, Todd. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I I do like the, the trope. Actually, I don't like it. It's stupid. But it's such a trope that in every fucking cop movie like this, oh, your partner died. You got to see the psychologist or the psychiatrist. And the, the guy's always like, I don't want to see him. I don't that need shrink can't help me. I don't need you. I'm not damaged goods or whatever. And it's so annoyingly stupid. Like, why would you be against talking to someone about fucking these... Well, moments that happen in 1990, real like that was uh... yeah, it's toxic masculinity, Chris. Yeah. That what, it's so toxic. That's that's what they're calling it nowadays. I would love for somebody to listen to me complain for an hour. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what we've been doing. I but God damn, I mean, I'm trying to so good. I'm trying to figure out how much I'd be willing to pay them just to listen to me complain. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, we can get into the cool shit in about this movie, which is the action scenes because they are very impressive. Oh, yeah. Those car chase scenes. Car chase scenes amazing. Yeah. Some of those, like, where they're driving down the alley, or not the alley, but, like, the side street and shit, and, like, off the oh, the sidewalk? off the street. It yeah. looks, yeah, that's what it's and called. they're just destroying that's technical everything. <laughs> it's so cool, right? The whole time I'm watching, I'm like, who budget. pays for that? Who pays yeah. for that? The $4 million $4 million, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're like, how can we destroy 42 cop cars in this movie and burn a guy to death? <laughs> but they paid for they, it all. They burned so. a couple guys, dude. The, yeah. Supposedly, it took them th- three days, I think, to film the burning scene. 
Wow. I can uh, imagine. It seems so what, dangerous. Like it's a, a long time, time to be set on fire. <laughs> Three days. Over and over. How many times are you going to roll that? Yeah. Like, how many times are you willing to roll that dice? When are we going to set someone on fire Zero. in one of your movies? Yeah. Oh, man. You're the fire wrangler, Todd. So that means you got to set somebody on fire. Todd, I am. Set on fire. I am no, the fire starter. We need him to keep the fire going. The mental fire starter. I don't know any of the words that song. So, maybe we can get into that scene Scott was talking about then because it was pretty amazing. Yeah, the chase scene yeah. with the psychologist hooked up and she gets a. Uh, well, what's it called? Right. Handcuffs her wait, wait, to, wait, the, wait. to the car. And it is the longest hill ever. <laughs> this movie takes place in New York City, right? Yes. Yeah, there's not really hills. I don't think I can... there's hills in New York City, right? I can't remember a single The hills hill. are alive with the sound. Not like of any screaming. big... That scene was ridiculous. There is no way you could survive that shit. She goes no. over a massive hill, slams on the ground. She's just like running along with the car. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, like 35 miles an hour. She gets back in the car. It does like 42 flips and she's fine with her wrist. I guess she broke her arm. Your wrist is broken. Yeah, that ma'am. was the only but no shit. Dude, her arm would have been fucking ripped off. Yeah. I don't care who you are. There's no way. That was badass though. I, that's that like stunt man. That was some scary shit. Like this is the 880. Well, I guess it's 90. But the stunts yes. in this movie are ridiculous mm-hmm. and a little scary, honestly, looking back at them now, especially that fire scene at the end. But this one as well. It's like, man, I don't know if it's worth it, guys. Well, there were a couple of times in that car scene where I, like, gasped because I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and learning, like, uh, well, she only broke, like, 42 of her bones for her legs <laughs> through that scene. Like, And she's still, <laughs> like, steering the car to get around yeah. trucks and stuff. Oh. Yeah, it was. It seemed super dangerous. So, do you think you could? Do you think you could jump in the window of a moving car safely? No, not yeah. with your wrist. Especially not with your wrist like that. I don't know how you would even. Because uh, it was her right. It was her right arm, wasn't it? Was it right or left? If it was her left, yeah. Left is yeah. You could do it. Maybe right. Right would be like. I guess you'd have to do it, and it would hurt like a motherfucker. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to be moving too because it was attached. Yeah, to the you'd wheel, move right? the wheel. Yeah, that's my problem. Like, I, I think I could hop in the window of a moving car like that, but I'm pretty sure I would just wreck as soon as I got in the car because you can't like getting situated around to see again to steer would be really hard. Wouldn't you just hit the brakes? Yeah, I have another question. Yeah, why didn't she just put the brakes on once she got in the car? That's a great question, Spiv. Um, were there power brakes? That's his main problem with the movie. Why didn't she hit the brakes? The characters would just do stuff, and I'd be like, why did they do that? Or how did they know this? And they, you just had to say, okay, it'll be okay, Scott. Well, that's because it's... The, the thing of it is, is like, the audience knows this. The audience knows about the maniac cop. So you don't want to see the characters discover everything, because it's like a waste of your fucking time, because you did all that with the first one, right? Yeah, but then they they make the whole police department say, "Oh, it wasn't Cordell; it was someone else." I know. So, so yeah, then it's the frustrating, cops right? No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. I, I I think that's I think that's a problem with the movie. I think that's the main problem is that they rely too much on the basic plot of the first one without introducing enough new stuff. Mm. You already know everything about mm. Cordell; you need to know. Oh, and they replay and beyond, the whole prison slashing. Replay scene. the the prison slashing scene. What did you guys think of Charles Manson? 
he was really annoying and creepy. Yeah, so I think he did well, a I good he job. Was fun. <laughs> you thought it was fun? You he thought it was big fun? Beard. I thought he played. I thought he played his part. I thought he played his part well. Yeah, Yeah. he did. I just any voices. He seemed disturbed. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't know. I don't know. I feel like he didn't belong in the movie. That I feel like that whole subplot didn't belong in the movie. But I don't know what to. I wouldn't know what to suggest they put there instead. And I had a hard time with why Cordell would join up with him like Cordell's yeah. just all about murdering anybody and everybody that gets in his way well uh, this movie he only killed cops yeah yeah that was his arc in this one for sure he was like helping that guy I I was thinking did you ever guys ever see the movie The Relic yes yeah. it's an amazing movie in that movie the cops are like investigating this murders that are happening at this museum. And the whole time they keep thinking like, well, well, it can't be this monster. Right. And then they find like this guy underneath who's like a killer or something. If I vaguely recall, mm-hmm. like that would have been interesting to me. Charles Manson's killing people this whole time. They're investigating. They find out, wait, it's not just Charles Manson. It's Cordell's back mm-hmm. or something like that. Instead and of being the audience so in the direct about it. Yeah. Right. That would have been better because Way like better. this twist of like, Oh, 50 minutes in, here's Cor- or here's a serial killer, and now Cordell's his friend for no particular reason at all. Because they have similar names. Is that what it was? Cordell and Turkel. Tyrell, Turkel. The only thing I could think of when they introduced Turkel was that he was at the strip club and all the strippers were getting stripping. I was like, these women are now grandmothers. <laughs> They're fucking grandmothers. Do you think they go back and watch this and like show their grandkids? I was in a movie, Shani. I would, right? This was my butt 30 years ago. I would totally make my grandkids watch this shit. Todd, so your next, you? so your next, what I'm hearing is your next movie Gravity's is going to be a stripper movie so that you can show your butt so just that so you can have something to look back on. Well, I'm a director, so I'd cast you as stripper number five. Oh, if you want to be Well, in that case. Yeah, it it was weird though. the The cycle of this movie was Cordell shows up, and instead of murdering the person who they set it all up, where it's like there's a victim, and then this bad guy, and then Cordell shows up, and you're like, wait, he's gonna rescue the victim? But no, he always ends up killing the victim. Yeah, it's so the opposite of what he did in the original, right? Yeah, the original. Like he he just was a vigilante anybody. cop. Yeah. He was just killing. Yeah, ah, I don't know. So it didn't make any sense. Why is he killing victims of people? Why is he now all of a sudden? Because he went to prison for being a vigilante cop and serving out justice where it needed to be served outside of the law. And now he's just randomly killing. Yeah, it definitely makes more sense to just have him go after the people that wronged him and yeah, not just yeah. willy Which is ultimately where the movie goes, I guess. Yeah, and they try to make a statement on the justice system, putting innocent people in jail and letting the criminals go free and yeah and god damn it worked because he was on fire for about 42 minutes and it worked <laughs> yeah how did no one die during that scene i, don't I think know. they did on fire that at one point that one guy was like curled up in the corner i think he was just <laughs> he was horrified was, from all the death that was, was happening around him <laughs> no he was one of the guys that was on fire but he just like rolled over like oh he he's dead right now and they're still shooting it's like that movie we saw where the stuntman jumped off the cliff and died. 
and they kept the scene in the movie. Remember that one? Yeah, I do remember that because when he jumped off the cliff, I was like, that guy for sure is dead. And then during the podcast, Aaron was like, oh, by the way, one of the stuntmen died while filming this. (laughs) Damn. Why did he do that? I guess for the sake of the art. That's not the craft. Died for his craft. <laughs> they hired this guy. Like you might die filming this. Look, but Jimbo. Keep in mind, this is Maniac Cop too. You know, you want to be remembered this forever. Is art. This is art. Can we go down in a blaze of glory. You mean you got lines in like blaze of glory? I'm gonna hold my breath in my dick. That's what the one guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, next to him was a sign over the the. Uh, <laughs> Do not sink urinate in the sink. Yeah, do not use sink as a urinal. <laughs> How Which often does that have I, to happen for that to be a problem? I don't know. I don't feel like that's a problem. They're all going the in the same place, right? The same place, yeah. I mean, like, I'm not sticking my mouth on there, so... As long as you're not peeing up into the little water hole, if you're peeing in the drain, I'm fine with that. That's what the shines would say. Pee in the drain, we're good. You pee in the water hole, not so I good. mean, this is coming you, from a guy that pee peed on his nightstand, so... <laughs> hey, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, did you pee in the nightstand or on top? Because you, you peed on a lot of things. <laughs> I peed on a lot of things. Uh, I peed on top of the nightstand and then on the mirror. Which <laughs> I think in my dreams I thought I was peeing on myself, which is just a weird inception <laughs> level of pee. <laughs> and I need to hear this whole story. Yeah, I, I think this. I think one time you what? peed on the bed, so you didn't pee the bed. You just peed on no. the bed from outside of the bed. <laughs> I mean, it may have little like it may have like f- flew off the nightstand onto the bed a little bit. <laughs> but what you've never peed anywhere, Spiv, without realizing a ricochet action? Is no, that I don't think so. Power of the oh, stream. Oh no! So I, I woke up in the middle of the night. I was like, "What's that noise?" And I was peeing <laughs> on the nightstand. <laughs> uh, I would think I was drunk um, <laughs> earlier that day, perhaps. What's and then noise? so I was like, "Amy's like, what are you doing?" I'm like. <clears throat> What do you mean I'm peeing? And she's like, on the nightstand? <laughs> and, then, and then we went to Disney World at a rental house. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm peeing. And she's like, on the mirror? Oh my God. <laughs> Apparently, that was a yes. I don't know why. It's weird. It's kind of fun, though, if you think about it. It's free. <laughs> it's free fun. I would hate to see what you pee on if you go to Las Vegas. Jesus Christ, you got like this. You got like this weird form of sleepwalking where you just pee on stuff. <laughs> Sleep peeing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I did think when the movie started and it showed you the first, the end of the first one, I was like, it's kind of interesting that the first movie, which is basically 90% in the darkness, ends on like a daytime scene. Yeah. And it, it just had me thinking. I don't know what it means or anything. I, I just thought that was, that was kind of weird. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, cool. Cool, guys. Good talk. Good talk, guys. I think um, the end, you know, when they're on fire and they fall out of the building on land on the bus and it all explodes, it was a pretty sweet explosion. Dude. And what do they keep on the prison bus? Bombs. (laughs) Fire. (laughs) That is the thing. I peed on it. I peed on it. All that stuff, all the action scenes in this movie are better than the first. Like, there's a scene where he goes into the police station and he fucking terminators it. Oh man, and he's it is destroying. That was it a pretty. Actually, that was a pretty cool scene. That scene. That's, that's one of the other pieces of trivia. Really? They had to edit the scene so it wouldn't be an NC-17 movie. Oh, so really? Parts that are edited, but the 
not to not to take away from it, but in the third one, they show the full flashback of that. Yes, jeez, oh, I can't wait. Backs. I can't wait to see that. Though <laughs> I do want to see the unedited version of that because that scene was cool. It was pretty yeah. violent. Yeah, it was. So, all right. Well, anything else with Maniac Cop Two? The ending credits song. Oh my oh, fucking yes. god! What the, the fuck Maniac was Cop that? Rap. Wait. It uh, was written by the uh, the guy who did the music for the movie. Who did the music? Jay Chadaway. Right, Why am Robert Zadar and Robert Davi do the rapping, though? That's what I want. It should have been dancing. <laughs> How do you know it wasn't? It's like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Go Ninja, go Ninja, go. Yeah, yeah those two. That would be awesome. <laughs> that was so ice. ridiculous and didn't fit at all, but I loved it. <laughs> but but Todd nailed it. Like It is classic late 80s, early 90s rap. Yeah. We need to bring that back. No, we don't. Yo, That's like my yo. least favorite kind of rap. Todd, Jazzy, J, and Chrissy uh, Snoop Riddle Jr. are going to be dropping a sweet album, okay? <laughs> I'll, dro- I'll drop some tracks with you, man, as long as they don't sound like that. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> yeah, <we're> like- <laughs> rock, rock, rock. It means that the maniac cops around Once upon a time he was a super cop But the bad guys framed him to make him stop They put him in prison where they tried to kill him But he broke out, now he's the villain Bullets won't hurt him, I know it sounds like Jai But when I should be dead or alive Set him on fire Alright, anything else with maniac cop do? Okay, let's move on Does anyone have any alternate titles? A couple Mine are all just like, they're dumb They're like cop harder and... Maniac cop harder and maniac harder and it's just all dumb. It's just all dumb stuff like that. Did you perhaps write this the first thing you did in the morning after you woke up with all your morning wood? <laughs> maniac cop two revenge of maniac cop. You know what I mean? God. All right. Well, Aaron, what do you got? Um, Davi versus dead cop. Death becomes him. Ooh. Badly buried. Barbecue cop. Uh, Deja Vu Cop. <laughs> Barbecue Cop. <laughs> and 16 Magic Candles. Because we didn't talk about the candle scene. Um, our our serial killer guy has this like shrine to the women that he's killed with candles. Oh, yes. And the detective shows up like four days later and the candles are still going. <laughs> <laughs> they are... Uh, do you miracle. ever go to Yankee Candle? Because those things cost a shit ton, so they better burn for a while. I farted in a Yankee Candle store the one time because I thought it'd be <laughs> I thought it'd be safe, you know, because there's so much aroma. And I was with my wife and my mother-in-law, and they fucking called me out loudly. They're like, did you just fart? And people were there, and they all looked at me. I am not surprised in the le- least that neither one of those two called you out. Nope. That's exactly what they would do. Yeah, because like I could totally get away with it in a Yankee Candle, right? Why are you? Did you? Pee? I'm just. Let's I'm just imagining. Did you pee in the Yankee Candle store? No, no, really I happened? Pee in the Yankee I'm candle. just imagining like a bunch of uh, just a, a group of a group of girlfriends out out for a you know a shopping trip and walking around the store and looking at some candles and you're just like that's uh, an, that's an interesting aroma. What's what's that new? Like what's that new <laughs> Yankee Candle? Fucked by Christmas. 
Is it like Country Breeze? Is it? I don't like. What are, we, what are they going to for Lancaster here? County. Country Breeze, like Purple that. Pastures. That's what I'm, I'm going to say now. From now, when it happens, when people complain, I'm like, that's just Country Breeze. <laughs> I just got a new candle from Yankee Candle. Rolling it's called Country Breeze. I have lots of Yankee Candle stories, but we'll save it. We'll save it for later episodes. The what? Fuck has multiple Yankee Candle stories. <laughs> I don't know. I got hit on in that one Yankee Candle store when we were at the beach, Todd. It was a very awkward conversation with a woman. But we'll save that for later. I remember that. Was that was that before you farted? No, she just. Uh, I, it was. I didn't fart. It was very awkward. Because uh, I was not expecting it, and it was weird. And I was like, I don't know how to respond to this. Anyways, we'll so move on. So two dudes, three dudes, stroll into a Yankee Candle at the beach. No, it wasn't just and a you candle store. It had other like, stuff. There was like uh, artisanal olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> and I forget what I was buying, and it was she just started talking nonstop. And we're moving on. It was weird. Uh, anyways, uh, anybody else have any alternate titles? No. Okay, I got some. <clears throat> the thin blue dree string. <laughs> Coldumbo. Like Columbo, but called Dumbo. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Cardell's Angels, like Charlie's Angels. Uh-huh. Murder, he did. <laughs> and that's a dumb. My Opus Magnum, Terminator Two, Jawment Day. Jawment <laughs> Day. I don't know. I had Chin. Uh-huh. I had Chin Chinminator Two, Judgment Day, but that wasn't as good. I didn't think. All right. Uh, any hypothetical questions? If you had a chainsaw and Maniac Cop was coming after you, what would you attack first? His dick. Mm, the crotchal area. Well, no, it's fucking about... head, man. You fucking chainsaw his head. I... What part has the most surface area? I'm thinking the jaw. I oh, think the chin. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think I would poke. There's all that scar tissue to cut through, Aaron. I don't know. You scar know, that, that's that actually a good saw. point. His character does go through another development in this movie. He's degenerating very quickly. Like His skin looks completely different in this film. Yeah, they show too one. much. Yeah, Way too much. White. What were you going to say, Todd? You sound like you had some important facts. Dropped. No, not important facts. I just think I, if I were going to attack him with a chainsaw, I think I would poke. Instead of like slashing, yes. I think I would poke. See? I don't know, but a chainsaw, once it gets a good grip in you, there's no pulling that shit out, right? It's uh, like he a, just straight up like gripped it. He just straight up like grabbed Which the blade of the knife. And, that was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. There's no way he'd be able to do that. I don't know, man. He's supernatural. Those are those special gloves that you use when you like have super sharp knives. They're police gloves. It's like Kevlar. Those white gloves I, he's wearing. I mean, if you go for the face, what's going to stop that? <coughs> he could take his teeth and go right on the blade. That was cool, though, that she did pick up a chainsaw and go for it. Yeah. Any other hypotheticals? Hypothetically speaking... You're the maniac cop, and you are somehow able to survive in this supernatural state forever and have strength. Is that really what you're going to do with your time, is just go murder some folks? Hmm. I don't think he's like a fully functional person Yeah, I think point, he, is he? he has a lot of... Baggage? Brain issues that he, like... Some, I don't think he thinks damage. about what he wants to do. I think he, that's just what he's doing i think it's more like an evil spirit type of deal where it's driven for one purpose only really although he does like chill out in the guy's apartment yeah he has a beer 
and and who is who is uh like dry cleaning his clothes thank you again with the white gloves asking the tough questions thank you and the supply of white gloves because they they make that clear like in the first one that it was this woman who he was attached to earlier that was kind of like taking it was his handler in some ways now he's he's gone rogue i would think he'd be like maybe he's he like in between murdering he goes in the dry cleaner and drops off his bloody clothes let's see the junkyard has those things that smash the cars into cubes you just put your pants in there, run it, pushes them together, and get a nice crease down the center. There you go. I think that is the least efficient way to <laughs> brush your pants, but sure, man. If that floats your boat. You got to use what you have. Okay. That's a very good and interesting point, Smith. And on that note, let's move on. And Rebecca, do you have a game? I do. Game time, baby. Your theories are the worst kind of right? Your methods are sloppy and your conclusions are highly pleasant. Shall we play? I do. So I thought the uh, the Charles Manson serial killer guy had quite the interesting apartment. I guess you, it was like in the basement. Like and was it, sorts was it in the bridge? Yeah, yeah, because they were walking across the bridge, and then all of a sudden they were in it, and it was like... I thought he was like in the hearth of a fireplace at first. Well, I think his bed was, because he was in that like arched area. Yeah. Still looked like a pretty sweet spot for a bed. So this is a quiz all about uh, some interesting apartments in New York City, and I got to grab a pen real quick. All right, so Daniel Arsham has an apartment in Brooklyn. Um, how many ping pong balls line his apartment? What? Uh, what is this, like a New York studio It is. A, it is a New York apartment in Brooklyn, so mm-hmm. I'm going to say a little smaller than I was originally going to think. I'm going to say 1,847. I am so confused. I wasn't listening at all what this quiz is about, but we'll say five. Is it the walls only? Um, I th- like a ball pit type of scenario, right? Right. Yeah, it's ball. just okay. along the outside. <laughs> okay. It's got a yeah. massive ball. It's pit. just filled. <laughs> uh, thirty thousand, five hundred thousand. Holy fuck! Um, let's see. Todd gets that one. It is twenty-five thousand ping pong balls, uh, but the apartment is only ninety square feet. Who is this guy? Um, he's some sort of designer. Um, his office is like attached. It's in the same building, um, okay. but it's like just a bed and ping pong balls. Seems like How's a perfectly sane and rational fellow. <laughs> yep. How's he doing these ping pong balls? That's a lot of ping pong balls. Yeah. That's a lot of ping pong balls. Um, what did a couple pay for their 175 square foot apartment? Per month? Where was it? No, they, they bought it. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's not um, even like a bedroom. It's so small. Yeah, I mean, if they bought it, I'll say 325000 It's like the size of my room I'm in now. Right. Uh, Half a million. 
Holy fuck. Um. One dollar, Bob. Oh, seven hundred thousand. Aaron gets that one. They got a steal for that one hundred seventy-five square foot apartment. It was only a hundred fifty thousand. I mean, in New York, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, but it's two people living in a hundred seventy-five square feet. We have way, way more than that, and I where do you can barely fit? stand it? A bathroom, a kitchen, and a bed. You get creative. Yeah, bed the bed. You gotta, you falls like you put the bed yeah. up top. They they have a whole bunch. Like there's an entire industry around that. Your your things your things morph and move. So like huh. when it's dinner Todd, time, Todd. You let's just pull- be clear. You don't have to tell me about how my things morph. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you wrecked uh, the bed when you need it. Right. Yeah, the bed turns into a table, turns into all this shit. It's yeah. like a camper, basically. So there was one like that, that I didn't include in the quiz. It was called a hamster wheel, and you spin it, and it has, depending on what part is on the bottom, you have different things available. So then you spin it and like the kitchen goes away and now you have like a chair section and you spin it and now you have um, uh, the bathroom area. Dystopian nightmare. Yeah. I don't want to live in a world like yeah, that. Yeah, until the toilet is above you and everything's dripping down. And yeah. <laughs> uh, number three, an apartment in the financial district boasts what odd feature? A, it has a smaller apartment within it. B, it has an 80-foot slide. Or C, it has a bathtub in the kitchen. Mm, I feel like awesome. I feel like bathtub in the kitchen Financial would just district. would just make a lot of sense. There's already water hookups in the kitchen, et cetera, et cetera. I'm going C. You want a bathtub in the kitchen? No, I don't yeah, want one there, but I need no, one. Make, there. make a nice salad in there. That makes the most sense. You to pull me a well. bath, bathtub in the kitchen. You gotta put a uh, garbage disposal in your shower. <laughs> I'm gonna go with slide. Yeah. Um, fun fact, European homes typically have washing machines in the kitchen. Yeah. That's true. Because that's where the water hookup is. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with the apartment within the apartment. Um, it is B, the 80-foot slide. It's oh, man. a four-story apartment, and the slide goes from the first uh, like mirror slide, and it wraps the whole way down. Um, like shoots and ladders, you get on the road, and then you hit that slide. Uh, Seven hundred eighty-eight dollars a month rents you what in the Upper East Side? Is it A, a Nothing. chair, B, a closet, <laughs> or C, a parking space? Mm, it's probably probably a closet. I don't even think that's enough for a parking space. That's got to be enough for a parking space. I'm going upper, parking upper space. Upper East Side. Yeah. You think so? Well, yeah, you're probably right. I'll, I'll, go, I'll go with closet. Space. A bald's parking space. That's so depressing. Um, It is a chair. It's a reclining chair in a dentist office waiting room that when the <laughs> office is closed, they rent them out to people to sleep in for $788 a month. So you can go into this dentist's office and sleep. Yep. It's so, not even the office, the waiting room. Yeah. At least you have magazines. But then, like, people are sitting in your bed. 
all day long all day. waiting to go yeah, in and get their like normal. teeth clean. Yeah, it's all wrong. It's only 700 bucks a month. And um, there were parking spaces that were $300,000. To buy out, right? Yeah. yeah. What? Yep. Um, number five, a group of five artists have made their home in a former what? Is it A, a ferry boat, B, a funeral home, or C, a church? I think all all three. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, who are the artists? What, you, what were you saying? It's just a group of five artists. Oh. Um, I'm going to say... It's a code word for unemployed. Hi yo! I'm gonna say uh, funeral home. I would say church. Church seems way too simple and obvious. And I don't think a boat would be legal. Not like a houseboat, but I'll go with the boat scenario. Ferry boat. I'm thinking a funeral home. That's artsy. Um, it is a ferry boat. It has no electricity. It has no running water. Um, they have to like sneak under a fence and go along the shoreline to get to it. Um, but there was an article about it in the New York Times. So, um, What makes a railroad apartment unique? A, it is directly next to a subway line. B, all rooms are connected without hallways. Or C, a group of them all share one bathroom. I think B. Oh. I think B for that one. Uh, the bathroom. I think it's the lack of hallways, just interconnected rooms. They're all yeah, making their deliveries as well. Yeah, it is the all rooms are connected without a hallway. So, like, if you want to get to the bedroom, you have to go through the kitchen and the living area, and mm-hmm. usually Isn't it's there- like. The bathroom's in the back, so you have to go through everything to get to it. Isn't there some weird thing with that? You can't, like, if if it's two bedrooms adjoined together, but there's no hallway between them or something, like, that doesn't count as two separate bedrooms or something like that. I remember reading some of this stuff before. There's some weird details. I'm not sure, because there were even some apartments that had no windows that I was looking at that they were still charging, like, ridiculous amounts of money for even though it doesn't technically count as an apartment. You live in a closet, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Our old house had, like, you had to go through the one bedroom. All the whole upstairs was a fucking nightmare. It was just three bedrooms in a row you had to walk through. If you were in the one bedroom, you had to walk through two other bedrooms to get mm-hmm. to the bathroom. There was no hallway. Mm-hmm. And it, it was, was like, a very this is, old house. Yeah. yeah. It was really old, yeah. But it was like, this is fucking worthless. <laughs> Especially when you have a baby that's somewhere? trying to sleep in one of the bedrooms. Yeah, and- oh, yeah, yeah we, had the, we had the baby in the room. Yeah, and it was like, well, what the fuck? I guess I'll s- fall down the stairs. <laughs> guess I'll just pee on the nightstand. <laughs> why do you think I'm peeing it's on the nightstand? Yeah. <laughs> it all makes sense. <clears throat> um, what is the size of the smallest apartment in New York City? Uh, 40 square feet. What, what's legally, yeah, considered a living space in New York City? And this is for a single person. So it's not like a room in an apartment. It is like right. one person's apartment. Bathroom. Yeah, I'll say kitchen. I'll say 40 square feet. God damn, that's tiny. Um, um, 50. I couldn't even lay down like... <laughs> 
one, one direction like, of the apartment. When I, when I sprawl out in bed, I'm basically 40 square feet. <laughs> <laughs> you can find it somewhere in that. Uh, I'll say 75. Hmm. 24. Oh, jeez. What? what? You could fit a sleeping bag in there. I'm too tall to fit in a 4 by 6 room, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't it's, an eight by three. <laughs> it's an 8 by 3 It's an 8 by 3 I'm too wide to fit in a an 8 12 by 3 12 by 2 <laughs> you, you bend over to get your shoes or Go something, you side. get stuck between the uh, walls. So Chris gets that one. It is 68 square feet. Damn, that's a mansion. And it is $950 a month. Not worth it. I mean, like, location, I don't know. Location, it seems location. convenient, though. Like, you're like, I want to take a nap. Well, but I also want to take a shit. Well, I could probably do both things because my bed is a toilet. <laughs> and I can <laughs> and make if, omelet while I'm, while I'm doing all this stuff. And if you can only my kitchen's afford right there. that, you're probably working, like, three jobs anyway. So you truly only need to sleep there. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Like an awful life. Not for me. Um, all right. Yeah, but you're trying to be on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> Last one. We're going to go to the other extreme. What is the most expensive apartment in New York City? And now this is an apartment. It's not a house standalone. It's mm-hmm. an apartment in a building. To to buy or rent? Uh, to buy. Um, uh 75 million. 100 million. 40 mil. 76 million. Um, Chris gets that. $238 million. It's 24,000 square foot penthouse in a Central Park adjacent building. 24,000? 24,000. It's just like a 000. fucking business. A yeah, it's just like a warehouse. <laughs> and then you've got people sleeping in chairs oh, in chairs. dentist Kids. office. I couldn't live that way. I would feel so there's, guilty. There's a New York Times uh, article about it that has zero pictures. Like, what the fuck? I don't want to yeah. read words about this. Just show <laughs> me the shit. When apparently the guy that bought that also owns the most expensive apartment in London as well. He's a hedge fund billionaire. Yeah. I'm sure he's a nice guy. (laughs) Uh, So let's see here. Uh, Aaron, you won that one. So you get to spend a night in the uh, 68 square foot apartment. What are you going to do with 24,000 square feet? I don't have enough time. <laughs> Spread out as much, much as you want to. <laughs> I guess I'd get those ping pong can, balls or whatever the first You could sleep was. however you want, Chris. However you want. <laughs> however I want. Like, I would be just bored you and could, lonely in that thing. You could have a room full of nightstands to pee on. <laughs> this is my peatorium. Why is there so many nightstands? That's what I prefer. You just push a button, or it's just scheduled automatically. Just rinse the whole room out once a no, day. No, no, you just you do it, and then the maid comes in and cleans it up because you're a hedge fund billionaire and you enjoy that aspect of it. It's making other people suffer. Anyways, this got dark. <laughs> All right, thank you, Rebecca. Yep. You are listening to the Bad Movie Night podcast. Do you have a recommendation? A question? You want to talk about bad movies? Then join us over at our subreddit. Just search for Bad Movie Night on Reddit and join our community. Now, back to the show. 
Okay, so uh, Toddy J, would you recommend Maniac Cop Part 2? Uh, I'm still going to say yes, but it's much closer to no than the first one was. If they keep okay. heading on this trajectory, it's not looking good for Maniac Cop 3. <laughs> Aaron. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's kind of just a, a rehash of the first one with a little better quality in some aspects and a little less story. So I, I think I prefer the first one. But at this, this trajectory, I don't know that I'm going to like the third one, but I think it's going to be decent quality. So I'm not, I'm not sure where this is going. Confused. Okay. Aaron, confused. Rebecca. Um, I'm going to recommend this one just because they do up their game on the stunts and you know they put a lot of work in, so it's worth it to, to go watch it for that. Um, but I am a little worried about what the next one's going to be like. Scotty P. McDizzle. I'm on the fence. It did have good action sequences and the, the guy's catching on fire and and i mean they they had to have murdered at least six people filming that scene (laughs) so i mean that's worth it but the movie as a whole i don't know if i can recommend there's just too many questions too many questions so many questions i think they did the right thing in some ways by making this a more you know over the top movie but i think they did the wrong thing in in not like I don't know, adding something new to Cordell's character because it's just rehash at that point. It literally rehashes scenes from the first movie, which is never a good idea, right? Um, so I, I, I do recommend it because it's, it's, it could definitely be a lot worse than it is, um, but it's definitely disappointing or not as good, I think, than the original, which you know, kind of was expected, honestly. I'm kind of excited, though, for Maniac Cop 3. I feel like it could go literally anywhere at this point. I fear I, if it's going like to be, like, the same thing, same thing. <laughs> If yeah. it's the same thing, yeah. like, I'm really going to dislike it. Right. But if it goes real weird, I might really like it. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, they're supposedly yeah. trying to make a new one, too, but I don't know where you could really go well, with this. Well, you could remake this. But could you, though? I mean, half the appeal of this is just that dark, seedy, 80s New York feel to the movies. We could get so, some dark, seedy. A modern, 20, glossy. 20 New York. Yeah, I don't know. What's it going to look like? It's going to be a 64-square-foot apartment or what? No, it's going to be a 24,000-square-foot apartment, Aaron. Oh, okay. So much room for explosions. Um. All right, let's move on. We got some listener feedback slash comments. There was no uh, Reddit, what is it called? Chain thub thread. theme thread. There you go. That's the word, Rebecca. That's why you're on here. Yep. You know all the words. You're hashtag the words. Uh, there was no Reddit thread this week, but I was able to pull some other stuff from the YouTubes. We got Paul Lilienthal saying, yeah, Robert Davi is no Tom Atkins, but... Agreed. Tom Atkins was never an awesome Bond villain. And then I said, what? I say, what? And apparently Robert Davi was some Bond villain in a movie. Hmm. Really? Which, yes. which one? With, yeah. Yeah, which one? What was it one called? Of the uh, no. Uh, Jesus. License to Kill. Oh, yes. Thank you. That was one of the ones I said he was in. That was one of the best known. Uh, Roger Moore. Right. I, I'm not a Bond guy. I don't even know. Like, I may have seen. I don't even know if I've seen a whole Bond movie. Really? Maybe Casino Royale, but I don't really remember. Oh, Ava Green. Uh, Who's Ava Green? Who, who is? Talk- oh, oh. 
What the I hell are you talking? She is. Aaron knows who Eva she is. Green. You do too. We oh were just yeah. Talking about Penny Dreadful the other day, dude. Oh my god, that new Penny Dreadful. Holy shit, is that <laughs> stuff? That is some hottest garbage I've ever seen. I've only made it halfway through the first episodes of our. Oh my god, it's fucking terrible. She. Uh, anyways, moving on quickly. Oh, but she's uh, hot. But she she has like twelve different characters in the first episode. What Natalie Dormer? Yes, she's she's an attractive woman. She's not a very good actress. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> what's with the German accent? And what is it's, going it's, on? Because it's terrible. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Uh, Paul Lilienthal also says you've seen another Lustig. Chris and Ian watched Uncle Sam for the review show, and yeah, we have, and that's a fun movie, and I would definitely rewatch it again. It's uh. It's a it's a great time. Uh, all right, here we go. Bus stop says these guys are bootleg red letter media. <laughs> so there you go to that. I don't. <laughs> that good or bad? <laughs> I assume that's a negative comment. Um, but I don't really understand why. Okay, then red letter media is like rip off mystery science theater. Like there's always been somebody that's done this kind of crap first. Who cares? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I don't know how that comment relates to the podcast, but okay. Uh, so thank you for that. And then portal player back again this week saying the exact same thing from last week. Can you add video to the show? I want to watch, not listen to which I wrote an elaborate response. The audio books, but apparently not. <laughs> uh, no, uh, we don't do video because wants the, to read the podcast there. Well, we don't know if it's a, he transcript it could be a, she, um, but we just don't do video because the podcast is edited. Uh, and if we did video, there's no way to really edit it that way. We are, th- this podcast is a lot right. more elaborate than you probably think. Everybody records their own audio. I have to get it all, sync it all, then edit the podcast, edit out random stuff to Scott's make it racist tirades. <laughs> Add in all the bumpers. So there's a lot of work yeah, that goes into that. this. I haven't heard those in a while. <laughs> so if we did video, it would kind of be unfiltered in a way. And we thought about doing it for like patrons or like live streaming it for patrons, but I don't know. We just haven't committed to maybe, that. Maybe for like a special sometime for like a 200 yeah. episode or something, we could do something like that. Something we could figure out. But yeah, I just, the quality is concerned. The quality, like I think the, the, like if I wanted that to be done, which would be cool, I think everybody would have to have like a good camera and just so much more work. And I don't want to do with it. Deal with that. Yeah. So. I mean, we're not, we're not all sitting in the same room when we do this. We're spread out. No. No. What? Uh, Ruin the illusion. Got a social distance. No, it helps explain why we often don't know what the hell we're talking about because there's delay <laughs> and latency and it's like It's yeah. not that bad. No, it's not. No, it's not that bad. Uh, I was trying to justify then, why we suck at this. <clears throat> there was a good Reddit thread this week from Mr. Rip Shit Up, which is Mike W saying, If Chris died and had himself turned into a some sort of weird snuggy blanket where you wrap his arm around you, would you use him? And it was a poll. And uh, the majority said yes, they would. Use him as a poll? What? No. It was a poll. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what Todd would use me as. Uh, I asked my wife that, and she said no. Oh, burn. I don't think she loves me. And then um, some people asked him for some clarification questions, like does he have pockets? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I mean, that could be arranged. That would be okay with you, that. You can manipulate I would put you like a cargo it. pant yeah. blanket thing. Or what I, are you? I have if a big, you if uh, you were going to be stuffed into some sort of blanket that had pockets, cargo pants would typify that blanket. I think <laughs> that would that would be your kind of pocket. I know actually have cargo pants though. In real life, wait, what are cargo pants? 
I can Google English. You They're you lived you lived a lot. You know of the shorts Todd wore to your wedding. <laughs> yes, I have, I, have car, I have cargo pants shorts. I don't have gar- cargo pants. So, oh man. Okay, well that's all the listener feedback questions. If you have feedback, then hit me up on uh, email. You can just email me at info at bad movie night dot com. Find us on our subreddit or leave us a message on them YouTubes, and I will include it in next week's show. All right, that's going to do it for this week on Maniac Cop 2. Next week, we're going to finish up the Maniac Cop series by checking out Maniac Cop 3, Badge of Silence. So let's go check out that trailer. But now, the only way and the massacre is to destroy two tortured souls. The madness. Finish it. Badge of silence. The maniac cop is back. Holy shit, guys. I'm... This looks amazing. Excited. This looks fucking awesome. The uh, right? voodoo is an interesting addition to I'm cur- everything. I'm curious if they're actually going to explain where he came from. If that's like an angle into that. Ah. Oh yeah, uh, that could be. Uh, the uh, production quality looks great. The music was super cheesy, but also in a fun way. Aaron mentioned like the dentist. It kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, that just over the top cheesy, but fun. Oh. Yeah, Robert like Davi's fun. back. This this is I'm this has me pretty excited, story, honestly. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm super excited for this. Like, I don't know, man. The quality hasn't really gone downhill in these movies. No, for it doesn't B look movies? like it's going to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it seems pretty consistent. Yeah, and and again, once again, free on Tubi or Vudu. I switched to Vudu because. The there was some sort of horrible hissing noise throughout the whole movie. Oh my god! At first I thought it was the music, and then I realized it wasn't. Yeah, the voodoo version was a little bit. Well, look, better, it so looks to me, it looks to me like it's also available on Prime, as was Maniac Cop Two. Oh am shit! Oh Todd, no, guys! Right now? Oh no! I'm looking at stills. I shouldn't have done that. Don't look at the stills. Oh my god! It looks so good. <coughs> oh, they're so Spoilers. still though. They're, everything's still there. They're so still. There's so and much, still there's the so night, much fire and barbecue. And still it's night. Yeah, you're gonna hear the wolf cry honey or some shit? I don't know what the hell the words are that. Whoa. Uh yeah, Maniac Cop Three. Check it out. Sci- badge of science. We're watching that next week, wrapping up the Maniac Cop series, and then I guess we're gonna move on to Psycho Cop. Guess uh, say. And do this. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it for this week's episode. This is Make not sure my Maniac Cop. You go on them <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> Thank you, Spit. Uh leave us a review that helps out the show. Just put a twenty star rating. Give us your favorite, you know recipe to chicken gala <laughs> 20 out of 70 best thing since sliced chicken <laughs> <laughs> do that that will help out the show uh if you want to become a patreon you can do that now it's only one dollar one dollar a month that $1. is basically nothing if you like any of the last 500 uh podcast episodes or videos we have put out and you've watched that and enjoyed it then consider going on patreon.com slash bad movie night show and signing up to get access to about 75 more. But uh, it's a steal. I, I feel like that number grows exponentially every single week. You're like, yeah, it's something, something like, like that. That's called math, Aaron. Oh, okay. You know, you wouldn't know. 
but I have an associate's degree in graphic design. <laughs> so. God damn it. Uh, yeah, do that. Patreon.com slash Bad Movie Night Show. And then find us on them social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Search for Bad Movie Night. Okay, guys. Hope you're doing okay out there. Catch us again next week when we talk about Maniac Cop 3, Badge of Silence. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Bad Movie Night Podcast. You were on your own. If you have any questions or recommendations, send us an email at info at badmovienightpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. (laughs) You must be crazy. Man, I've seen some bad films. Man, I've seen some bad films. When I say bad, I didn't watch them all the way through. If I had, I'd be crazy by now.